0: Hello and welcome to the TT Daily Podcast. I'm Chris Pritchard and with me, as always, Steve Player. Steve, just set the scene for the people listening. What's happening right now? Where are we?
1: What a cracking day. You know what? I've been based down at Ramsey today for the first practice, so I had to ride all the way down the coast road from Douglas. What a fabulous setting. The sun's beaming down, you've got the sea on one side, looking over towards Scotland, all the hills, and packed out bikes cars everywhere what a great atmosphere could we have planned for a better start to the tt no fabulous really is you know and, and i'm pleased to say all of the guys buzzing around have been using their head and bedding themselves in nice and gently
0: yeah and one of the guys we've got here with us davy todd or as i heard on the commentary at one point it was called david todd all right have you no. ever been called david todd
2: <laughs> yeah i often get called david todd and that is that when and you're I, naughty? And I, and I correct him and said, look, it, it is actually Davey. And they're like, yeah, but David's actually on your birth certificate. But it isn't. My isn't dad's it? My dad's called David and he didn't want me to be called David. So so you are David. I am actually David. So yeah. if,
0: if people are listening to this, do there not you call go. you David.
2: I, my name is not David. How are you feeling? But I'm not bothered. You're <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, really good, mate. Really good. Absolutely bouncing off the ceiling, to be honest. Just um, peeking. We've just done six laps around the TT the first time in three years. So as you can expect, I am uh, on top of the world right now.
0: Yeah, you look like a kid at Christmas when I saw you. Walking <laughs> up to the walking up to the start line, you were just, just bouncing.
2: Yeah, honestly, that's all I kept saying. It's like it, I feel like it's Christmas Day and I'm six years old again. Like I was just so happy. I, I didn't sleep well last night because... Like I was just thinking about I was so excited, not nervous, just excited about riding around here again. And the first time I've ever woke up as early as I did, I was like waking up at six o'clock trying to go back to sleep and I couldn't. Um, as people, a lot of people will know, I'm not early for anything. I'm pretty much late for... You for, were late for this. Uh, I was late for this. Donington Park at BSB last week. Uh, I was five seconds away from missing pit exit to race two. And um, honestly, I was in my kit like an hour early today. Like, <laughs> I, I was in my kit, ready to go. Just couldn't wait. Mate, to be honest, you was assignment at North West 200. You was late for
1: the finish. You finished second instead of first. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, mate, I know, four times. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm only saying.
0: <laughs> but already you've kind of put, well, it's the first night. We can't read too much into it, but it must be nice to know that you are the fastest rider on the first night.
2: Mate, it's pretty crazy to be honest, because that's that. Did that it? It sounds mad, but it's not. It's not my goal coming here. It's my third year. I've got a lot of learning to do. Um, still at this place, we've just had three years out of of been here. So, to be honest, I just want to come here and learn and and get laps under my belt and you know ride as comfortable as I feel riding. Um, I've said to everyone, in all honesty, things are going well. Things are going really well at the Northwest. Obviously, a lot of second places, not wins, but um, BSB as well. Um, similarly, last weekend, second place again. But um, things have been going really well. We've got the pace and coming in here, I just wanted to uh, have another solid year under my belt um, before setting any goals or targets, lap times or anything like that. So, um, yeah' it's, it's mad to be up there already, but it's early days. Like, it's first session out. We got a long two weeks ahead yet well
1: what was your mindset I know you've explained a lot just then but what was your mindset when you were setting off you know down Glen Crutree Road because as you've just said you know you've only really done two years and it's a it's a long break you know did you have anything particularly in your mind you wanted to work on or was it just steady
2: away yeah literally steady away. like I've watched a couple of onboards of of um laps over the last couple of days or whatever just to to keep it fresh I've, I've obviously been um over the last three years still rehearsing the course a lot playing the playstation game watching on boards doing laps in the car or whatever but um yeah for, for today it was just to put laps under my belt and 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 you know get uh, get used to riding around the tt course again as you know yourself it's so different to anywhere else in the world and in all honesty, I think I forgot how different it was because it was an eye-opener, that, that first lap or two. Of, uh, I don't remember it being that bumpy. So <laughs>
0: let's talk about that. I was talking to Milky earlier after he'd taken the, the newcomers out and I said, has it changed? Is there anything that's different? And he said, it constantly changes. It changes year on year. But I think because of taking three years away, did you notice anything new that wasn't there before or or are they things that you have forgot about?
2: Yeah, I don't think it's things that have changed. Obviously, there's a lot of resurfacing in in a bunch of places that the surface is now better, and there's places that haven't been resurfaced that I think could be worse. But it's been three years. It's a long time since I've felt the feelings that, that you feel while you're out there and how bumpy stuff is. So I think just with doing Short Circuit for the last couple of years and in the northwest you think oh this is a good representation doing the northwest it's not the northwest is flat compared to ginger hall to ramsey that that's that's bumps that's real bumps so <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah it was just getting used to that i think for the first couple of uh, first couple of laps and then after that settled in i think got used to it a lot more and uh, felt a little bit more comfortable
0: you were out with connor as well i noticed that you've gone out i don't know if anybody watched the live stream but i noticed that you'd gone out together was that intentional to to kind of pull each other along or did it just happen like that
2: not not initially uh, when we went out from the from the start of the session we didn't actually mean to go out together uh, i was obviously meant to set off number eight and him him in 11 so there was meant to be a few people apart and then um yeah ended up going off together um and then yeah i don't know together together on track got and i thought you know what i can probably learn a lot from connor he's uh, stood on the podium a lot around this place, and he he knows it well, a local guy as well. Um, so I thought, you know, I I, I probably learn a few things from him, and got that um, that second superstock lap, second lap out there behind him, which was good to see a, a few little things and get comfortable. Neither of us really pushing or anything, doing anything mad, just um, steady away. But when we come into the pits, I actually said, "Oh, like you go out first. I don't want to." I don't want to be holding him up or anything. Just um, let him go in front of me, and then um, and then yeah, I actually felt like felt pretty good after we went back out, and then caught him up after um, after he went out before me. Caught him up on the road, and unfortunately had a bit of a technical issue with the bike. But um, yeah, he ended up pulling over at uh, the mountain box, I think.
1: But, yeah, I heard something on the radio that Conor had pulled out. Ah, oh, because just just a technical. That's bang on, mate. So what sticks in your mind? For for the next practice, you know, what's the biggest thing you need to work on?
2: Just more laps, mate. Like, there's not something specific that I need to work on. Just more laps under your belt, uh, to the point where you're feeling comfortable out there. Like, it feels pretty good already. Obviously, the mountain mountain section feels great. Like that's similar to a to a short circuit sort of thing, and feel really comfortable up there. But uh, some of the other bumpier sections, let's say, take a little bit of a different riding style through that. Uh, through those sections to get the best out of them so work a little bit on that but just I'm not going out there with like I say with any goals or anything like that just want to do some more laps and see where we end up What well you know around the course today
1: sun's beaming down then I was in Parliament Square as I said the atmosphere was electric. It was really, really good. What was it like as a rider going around? Did it feel busy? Did it did it feel like there's no for day 1 at the Alaman TT 2022? Did it feel real busy?
2: Yeah, honestly, it it was it was class. It was it was so good to see uh, the first laps around the track and you expect to be quiet first lap of practice, but it is busy out there. There's a lot of people out there supporting us and uh, cheering us on and stuff like that. So it's awesome to see how many pe- just how many people have, have, have come out for the first day of practice. You know, it's um, it's really good to see um, to see everybody back at the at the Isle of Man TT.
0: It feels it certainly feels and I'm down here in the, the fan park all week and for the next two weeks, it definitely feels like especially around the whole island, there's a bit of a, a festival feel to it.
2: Yeah, it feels, I don't know, it feels somewhat different. Mm. There's um, there's a lot of improvements been made in the uh, by the by by, <laughs> by the whole TT organisation team they they're doing I think an awesome job to attract even more people as if as if there wasn't enough people already but to to get more people interested in the TT and and I think it's a great thing everything that they've done a, a really good improvement stuff in a safety aspect but stuff in entertainment aspect as well so it it does like you say feel like a festival um, there's a really cool vibe to it that that's fun. Um, a lot of exciting things going on, um, not least of all uh, riding your bike the around the TT course. Talk,
0: talking of entertainment, I don't know if you've seen this, Steve. And I said to Davey earlier when I saw it, I was watching the live feed, and I was I was in the office, and I saw Davey go through it was the bungalow, weren't it? I saw Davey go through the bungalow, and I just turned around to him, and I'm like, "Did anybody see that?" Everyone's like, "No, what what happened?" I was like. David just got his elbow down round the bungalow, slow mo, elbow out on the floor. Was it?
1: Yeah. Get a grip, man. <laughs> there was plenty of grip. Have, a, have, a, word he, of
0: have grip. a word with him. Have a word with yourself.
2: That's a man that's clearly having fun on his bike already. Honestly, I'm just having fun. Um, just <laughs> honestly, I'm enjoying every second. I, I like. We all know it's serious, and and we're here to get results at the end of the day. But. Um, I always feel like I do that by having fun or, on my bike, getting on it and, and enjoying it, doing a few stoppies into into the Craig and stuff like that, and trying to back it in in a few places, just, or, uh, like, you can call it showing off or whatever, but it makes me smile in my helmet, doing all these things and- Gives you a, me, gives
1: you a buzz and makes the makes adrenaline you giddy pump. and yeah, and, and,
2: yeah, okay. yeah just, just enjoying it, enjoying every laugh and, you know, I've always said when I don't enjoy it, is when I'll stop because, uh, i do it and i've always done it because i absolutely love riding motorbikes so that's all it is really <laughs> now there's there's obviously been some big changes like you said with some different surfaces
1: and various things around the course but you know even down Glen country road the bridge is missing you know there's various places as it's opened up at crosby where the it, new supermarket the is Yeah, yeah flipping don't you take any notice no, <laughs> and <can> um, <laughs> you know and various other places around the course where trees have been taken down near the council yard do you notice any of that?
2: Yeah, so so a few bits you definitely notice. Yeah, like, yeah. is a is a really big thing. Like you say, um, I think just is it just after the council yard, there's a lot of trees taken down there, and um, that looks totally different. Like it's it's actually weird. The first lap you go around there, you you don't your brain almost doesn't register where you are because it looks so different. But uh, there's a lot of other things that you don't don't really realise. But it's been three years away. It's like learning it a little bit again, but you, you get out there and a couple of laps in, you you feel uh, you feel well into it already, and and it you just soon slip back into feeling like you're here last week.
1: You know, for me, I remember the Dean Harrison podcast, and we were talking about Bray Hill. He loves it to pieces. I hated it, you know, from the word go, and never really got comfy with it. What about David Todd? What what's your what's your point around the course that you just always feel not quite as comfy as the rest
2: i don't know um a, a lot of it is 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 pretty unnerving let's say uh ginger alter ramsey for me um uh, i think it's just always that full section through there you can never get your head around just how bumpy that is like and you explain to people and people explain to me when i was going there for the first time and i've said time and time again about about it and people telling me it's bumpy and i was like yeah it's just, these road racers saying it's bumpy i, I ride motocross it's not yeah, yeah it's not it's not gonna be bumpy but man like there's no I, nothing like how bumpy that really is can
1: i can explain a, a little bit of that now we had i was in parliament square and we had a, a breakdown somebody come in uh, a spanish rider actually a ricardo and then um Josh Daly comes steaming in straight on, and it looked like something had been leaking on his bike. And I thought, anyway, so I wandered up to see him afterwards, and he didn't—he didn't look too great. But it turns out he came through Keramore and got in that much of a tank slapper on his bike, you know, instability, that he whacked his crown jewels. And two or three seconds later. He vomited in his helmet and didn't stop vomiting until he got to, Ram- until he got to Ramsey. Unbelievable! And these are the things that people oh don't realise that the riders have to go through sometimes around the
2: Alimentti course. You know, I think that yeah. I think that explains it pretty well because yeah. genuinely it's like that. Like I felt like my knees like them first two laps. I come in and I was like, I feel like my knees have blown out, like completely blown out because you don't. People look and say, "Oh, you sat on a bike and twisting the throttle like." that whole section you are not sat down at all like a like jockey you're, you're fully stood up on yeah. the pegs like the whole way through otherwise you, you come out of that place with spinal injuries like you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't sit down you, you really couldn't and you'd be all over the place if you vibrate you that bad you, you wouldn't be able to see where you were going but is it
0: consistent like or do you go through there going i don't know what this bump's going to do this time or do you kind of feel like nah, you, you l- know what's going to happen you learn it bumping. you learn
2: it all the way through but it is just severely bumpy and you have to ride it totally different you have to stand on the pegs and like I say I come in my knees were <laughs> absolutely killing because you don't do that anywhere else no other, no other course in the world is, has that unless you're a supercross no, rider there's no simulating it I ride motocross it's not like that my suspension on my motocross bike It's <laughs> not as hard as that like we have loads of travel and you go over bumps and you know how to get through it riding a superbike over those bumps it's not what that thing's made for <laughs> so
1: let me tell you, I've done an app as a passenger in a sidecar. 35 millimetres of
2: travel, oh, that's all there is. Dear. I, I, I've always said I can't imagine that. Like, I really can't imagine that. I don't, I don't know how they even get through there because it's, it's hard to get through there on a bike at, at remotely anywhere near that speed. So I, those guys in the sidecars, like, hats off to them because I, I don't know how they get through there with, with basically no travel. So uh, what's the plan now?
0: You, you've, uh, you've got the evening off. You've got tomorrow day off, practice again tomorrow evening. How does the body feel? Do you need to get it repaired?
2: Yeah, definitely get a bit of physio because yeah. my neck is in agony. Uh, forget how what it's like to to spend uh, two hours at 120 mile an hour, 125 mile an hour average speed. Uh, my head feels like it's going to fall off, my, my neck's aching, my knees hurt. <laughs> my arms hurt, my hands are sore, and it's the first night of practice, so that bodes well anyway. Yeah, but if someone said to you week, now you can
0: go back out on the bike, I'd you'd be out there, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: straight back out there, <laughs> Til I, till I can't no more. But um, <laughs> Any yeah, changes to the
0: bike or anything like that?
2: <laughs> no, Nothing. We made a little little change during the session, and that and that was that was enough for me um, just to feel a little bit, as I say, comfier over the bumps. Um, other than that, uh, nothing. We'll just go back out tomorrow, Get a few more laps under our belt. Um, probably go check out some of the acts down at the big stage at 1886. Um, You're plugging that? See what's going on down there. Is
0: that, are you trying to get free tickets?
2: I have. <laughs> free tickets. Listen, I'm David Todd. <laughs> I can do anything. Else. Who are you? But <laughs> well, it's really cool what they've got going on down there. So this, like, like we were talking about, there's so much going on. Festival vibe, like there's... Big music, like acts on all over the place, and Steve's singing later on.
1: as well. Too easy. <laughs> Steve's so, on hey, stage listen. It. So,
2: what bikes did you ride today? Uh, two laps on everything. So, did two laps on the stocker, two laps on the super bike, and then finished up with two on the supersport 600. Favorite bike today? Super bike. Uh, the Why? faster, the bike. Right. Okay. Yeah. It, it's just. I always, I always like the big bikes. Um, not saying I don't, I don't like the the six hundred because that's awesome as well. I, I love riding all of them, but just the the suit bike does everything the stocker does, just a little bit better. So, to be honest, the stocker would have been right up there. It, there'd have been nothing to to judge between the two, but it was we made the little change for my my comfort after the two laps on the stocker so this suit bike felt a little better cuz i made the change before i rode that so uh, that's the only reason really so
1: what was the feedback from um, captain passion mr paget <laughs> after you went fastest today
2: yeah i think he was peaking. he didn't really say anything about it again like there's no pressure from him um, for me to do anything this year like it's it's really not a year for me to 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 come here looking for wins or looking for podiums even like I'm still learning three years in and he knows that he knows the uh, you know I'm, I've still got a lot of learning to do and I have to take it step by step so he's just trying to trying to slow me down if anything and just go look just just take it steady just go and enjoy riding your bike out there and and he knew I was enjoying it when I come come in with a grin from ear to ear. He he was just he was just laughing to be honest because he was like could see how how peaking I was about it. So um, he was happy. I was happy.
0: Mega. Right, let's let you go, get some physio, and we'll see you back out there tomorrow.
2: Definitely, I can't wait. <laughs>
1: So about that? Like he just said, he's, he's just out there having fun, isn't he? Hey, listen, 100%, you know, and the least you try, the faster you're going to be, especially when you're in that, in that happy place, which uh, Clive Paget's really good at keeping his guys uh, under control, maybe not the right wording, but happy, sweet and in a good place.
0: Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's have a quick run through of everything else that went off. Obviously, David was fastest overall. 127, was it? yep oh, No, that was fast what else has been going down
1: Supersport Supersport yep yeah. you know like I said I was in, uh, in Ramsey There's some people trying really hard in the braking area and getting in all sorts of bother but it's just a case of settling down on the TT course in all fairness but Michael Dunlop looked really good and also proves on the timesheets. yeah over in the Super twin. Super Twin. Now, there's obviously uh, various different machines in this. You know, uh, a lot of Kawasaki power got the pattern, but uh, nice to see Jamie Coward doing doing the business. You know, we we had him on the podcast, and he's been chipping and and yipping and yapping, finish second uh, last <laughs> TT, and uh, it'd be really nice to see that boy on the top step at uh, in his in his races.
0: Yeah, again, great to see him at the top. But again, how much can you read into it right now? You know, it's good to be there,
1: but. Hey, you know. They're all on the first time, obviously, and of course they're going to get fast. But so will he. You know, we know we know he's fast, and that's probably his favourite uh, class as well. So hopefully he can keep that pace going and keep yeah. getting stronger. And then sidecars, sidecars. Yeah. Do you know what? Down in Flipping Heck, down in Parliament Square, <laughs> they were. It was like uh, wacky races. Uh, one, one. I didn't, I didn't get catch his number. He came down. He out broke himself. Ran wide on the left, in front of the cafe. The passenger ju- well shot out and shot up in the air, but he luckily landed back in the outfit. They went over towards the Mazda garage on the right hand side. He swung around and just missed that, and off they went, carried on, and then. We had uh, the French duo, I can't remember the names, the number 39, but uh, newcomers, they come thundering far too fast, sideways, whacked into the rector cell, shot the passenger up behind the uh, driver and luckily got away with it. But unfortunately, a little bit of damage, so they couldn't carry on. So, hey, it's been exciting for me. Now, as in um, times and who was fastest, it's down here on my list. Yeah, who is it? Pete Fowns. Mate, fair play. What a good do. And to finish in front of the Birchalls, I know they're on a new outfit this year, but uh, fair play. Mm -hmm. And third fastest... Harry Payne yeah, with Mark Wilks, a yeah, newcomer. yeah, Get in there. Huge result, that. Not sure. I'm really not sure what happened to Molly. I know he set off, but I believe he broke down before he got to the point where I was, which is roughly 25 miles in on mm-hmm. the course. So uh, obviously he's got all the work to do, but uh, he'll be banging away for sure.
0: And then last talking point, I interviewed him on the, uh, the fan park this morning. He was nervous. Bless him. I just wanted to give him a bit of a hug because you could tell he was really nervous. Glenn Irwin has done a solid job today.
1: He's done a great job. In all fairness, he looked pretty good out there, you know, oh, yeah. and quite quite relaxed. He's a, he's a class act anyway, but listen, when you're going around the Isle of Man TT course for the very first time, it's great because obviously your very first lap is behind. He was behind Milky yeah. earlier, Milky Kyle, which is the... Uh, which is one of the guys that oversees the training process here at the Alamann TT, so it's fabulous. But when you get out on your first laps on your own, it is very, very daunting. And listen, I was very nervous, and so would you be, viewers oh, out
0: there. I, I was nervous, and I'm not even going out there, but I think those nerves lasted about 0.02 of a second because the moment he set off, massive wheelie down the road so you could clearly see he was in his element once he uh, once he got on the bike Bang on
1: 122 mile an hour on your first ever time around when the fastest man's than 127 that's uh, it's very respectable Absolutely. obviously everybody's going to get faster without doubt but mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, he seems to be in a good 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 place and like we've been chatting to david david's only done two years yeah two years ago yeah and you know he's just wants to not get um, above himself and just kind of uh, take it all in and ride steady but as fast as he can
0: that's the right attitude right before we wrap up got to say this we've got to give a shout out to cj guy from new york has made the trip all
1: the way over here
0: he stopped me in the fan park and he said i absolutely love the podcast
1: Bang on, fair play. No, thanks very much, buddy. Really appreciate that. Do you know what? Down in Ramsey today has been so many people commenting about the podcast. Now they they've been they've been loving it. Really? They said yeah. They said who's that bloke with you? We're well, not keen on. that am really joking. <laughs> oh, hey, but no, hey, no, no, they've been. <laughs> <laughs> no, really good actually. Really Mega. good. Yeah.
0: Right, same time tomorrow. Yep. See you there, mate. You Bang then, on. Mate.